This is the pointing experiment. It's a simple way of guiding your attention to what you are from your own point of view, the boundless awareness that is your true self. First of all, you'll be directing your attention outwards at things in front of you. Then you'll be directing your attention inwards at the place you're looking out of. It's important that you go by what you see rather than rely on what you imagine or remember. This is an exercise in observation. Point at an object in front of you. The reason for pointing is to direct your attention at a specific object. Please actually point with your finger rather than just imagine doing it. Look along your finger and observe what you're pointing at. Notice its shape. Notice its size and its colour. If you don't know the exact names of the colours you can see there, it doesn't matter, you can still see them. You don't need words. Notice that what you're looking at is a thing that's surrounded by other things. Now point at your foot and notice its size and colour. Observe that it too is a thing, surrounded by other things. Now point at your knee. Notice its colour and shape. It's also a thing, an object with a boundary. Point further up your body to your chest and notice what you see there, the colours, the shapes. You can probably see the movement of your breathing. Again, you're pointing at something. Finally, point at the place where others see your face at the place you're looking out of. What do you see there? Do you see your face? Do you see any colours or shapes there? Do you see anything there at all? I'll describe what I find. As I do so, keep pointing back at yourself and see if you find the same. I don't see my face here. I don't see anything here. No colours, no shapes, no movement. Nothing at all. Here I see empty space. At the same time, I see that this empty space is also full. It's full now with my finger and with the rest of the world. I'm now seeing that I'm not what I look like. I'm aware that others see my face here. I know that for them, from several feet away, I'm a person with a head on my shoulders. I'm Richard, English, in my fifties and so on. However, from my point of view, at zero distance, I'm not like that at all. At centre, I'm nothing and no one. And yet, I'm aware. I'm aware of being nothing and aware that this nothingness is full. Full of everything I can see, hear, feel and so on. Be aware of how others identify you. For them, you have a face, an age, a nationality and so on. But what are you from your point of view? at zero distance. Do you see your face there? Or do you see clear, boundless space? Are you a person or an emptiness that's filled with the world? Don't guess or imagine, simply look. You can stop pointing at your no face, your true self, whenever you like. I cannot prove that either you or I are empty at centre, empty for the world. From the outside we both have heads. Seeing that you don't have a head is a private thing, an inner secret. Only you can see the spacious reality at the heart of yourself. Only I can see it at the heart of myself. All I can do here is describe my experience and ask you to see if you're the same. 
If you find that you too are empty for the world, then we're now sharing a wonderful secret. We're aware of this indivisible, clear consciousness in which everything is happening. This is who we really are, our true self. But I can see my nose, you might say, and noses are attached to faces. Is your nose attached to your face? Mine isn't. Looking towards my left, I see a blurry shape stretching from the ceiling to the floor. Looking towards my right, I see another one. I can make them solid or transparent as I choose. I call them my nose, but they aren't attached to a face here. They stick out of my central emptiness. Are you the same? Of course, I know that from a distance others see my nose or my face. What I'm doing, however, is taking seriously the difference between what others see from over there and what I see from here. And the difference is total. I'm not anything like how others see me. Sometimes people are reluctant to do these experiments. Perhaps they're afraid they'll look silly, or that they'll be conned into believing something that isn't true. If you feel like this, I want to assure you this is a serious inquiry, and you're not being asked to take on board anything you cannot verify. The point is to look at the centre of your being in a scientific manner. Look for yourself at what you are, rather than believe what other people tell you. And how important this inquiry is. If you're wrong about your identity at centre, it's likely your mistake will ripple out into every area of your life. Now you may say that you can see your no-face, but it doesn't make you feel better. So it can't be the real thing. Or the real no-thing, in fact. It can't be the awakening and liberation that you've read about in this or that scripture. First of all, you have to give it a chance. One glimpse of your true nature won't make much difference. You have to go on seeing you are empty for the world if you want it to affect your life. Get into the habit of noticing that you're headless, that you're capacity for others, that your life flows from this clear, boundless source, and I'm sure you'll find many good things come your way. This is something you can test in the weeks and months and years ahead. Build the seeing into the heart of your life and you'll be blessed. There will be times, however, when this in-seeing isn't accompanied by positive feelings. When this happens, you may be tempted to think you can't be seeing who you really are. But your true self is available whatever you're feeling. Seeing your true self isn't the same as psyching yourself up into a special state of mind. It's the discovery of the no-mind in which all states of mind come and go. It's the plain truth that sets you free, not special feelings. Special feelings will of course come to you, but if you make them your goal, you're in danger of being disappointed. Even if you do attain a wonderful state of mind, it won't last. What comes goes. But what does not come or go is this emptiness. This emptiness which, however, is always full of something including feelings. If you attend to this filled emptiness, then I think you will find that it comes to have a special value of its own. It's reliable. The ground of being is always present. Whatever you're feeling, whatever's going on in your life, it's there. Or rather, it's here. And it's endlessly fertile and wise. From this bare, unchanging, ever-present ground comes exactly what you need, moment by moment. This is, of course, for testing.
Naturally, different people react differently to the pointing experiment. I have lots of experience sharing the headless way, but I've given up trying to guess who will find it of value and who won't. No one can see their own face, but whether or not this will be meaningful to someone is unpredictable. If it does mean something to you, then follow it up. Keep coming back to your central emptiness and discover the many benefits that flow from awareness of who you really are. It's also true that people's reactions can change over time. I have friends who initially saw no value in seeing their no face, but later, sometimes years later, they returned to it and discovered great meaning in it. People need different things at different times. We'll be going on to do other experiments, but before that, I would like you to do something else with the pointing experiment. This is an extension of the experiment, and it demonstrates the idea of two-way attention. You're going to be pointing outwards and inwards at the same time. Point with one hand at something in front of you. At the same time, point with your other hand back at your no-face. One finger is pointing out at something. The other is pointing in at no-thing. Two-way pointing. This gesture indicates the two sides of your true self. The emptiness and what's in the emptiness. You can see colours there, given in the colourless space here. You can see shapes there, given in the shapeless space here. If you move a finger, you can see movement there, given in stillness here. Looking out, you see many things there, all given in one no-thing here. Although you can distinguish between the emptiness and what's filling it, can you separate these two sides of yourself? I can't. I find no dividing line between the space here and what it contains there. This clear awareness merges with and becomes the world. You are also capacity for sounds, sensations, thoughts, feelings and so on. We're attending to vision at the moment, but we'll be exploring the other senses later on. You can put your hands down now. However, see if you can remain aware of your no-face. If you find that awareness of your no-face comes and goes, don't worry, that's normal. Whenever you remember, just bring your attention back to it. In this way, you'll develop the habit of being awake to your true self. Looking back and seeing your no-face is only one side of the story. There's not a lot to say about being empty, about being nothing. Here you find pure being, pure consciousness. Here your true self abides without any characteristics whatsoever. You simply are. However, the other side of the story is that this emptiness always has something in it. You're not just empty. You're empty for filling. How richly filled you are. Everything is within you. I find it amazing that this emptiness has things in it. I look out of this clear, edgeless window, out of pure being, and surprise, surprise, I find the world. Normally, we assume the world has to be there, but there could have been absolutely nothing at all. No world and no consciousness. Instead, here is this wonderful miracle, a miracle in full working order, happening right where you are. We are at the end of this experiment. Before we finish, though, here are a few suggestions. First of all, 
If you've been doing this experiment with others, take time now to share your experience with them. Each person will have their own unique response. Hearing about the experience of others can enrich our own experience and give us new insight and understanding. Secondly, one of you might like to guide the others through the pointing experiment one more time, through the process of first pointing out at things, then in at nothing. A great way to learn is to teach. Doing this can also demonstrate how easy it is to share this experiment, to pass on awareness of our true self. And finally, only go on to the next and following experiments when you're ready. You can, of course, do the whole workshop in one go if you want. On the other hand, after several experiments, you might like time to absorb what you've experienced, time to test and put into practice in your everyday life the discoveries you're making here in this workshop.